This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. Welcome to Lay Link with Basha and Tian on Joy 94.9. Send us a text in the studio on 0427 Joy 949 or email at onair at joy.org.au. We do love it when you get in contact with us, don't we, Basha? Yes, we do. Makes us feel that someone's listening. There's love. I know. Love in the studio. Yes. (laughs) There's lots of love, you know, here anyway, but... You know, no, no, not between us, like, not like that. I was like, where are you going with that? No, I wasn't going anywhere with Calm that. Calm down, jeez. But I just meant in, in, in the Joy family, there's a lot of love. <laughs> there is a lot of love in the Joy family. Now, of course, if you head over to joy.org.au right now, you can find our program page on the side of the screen there, and you can link up with us on social media, which we also like when you like us. Yeah, again, makes us feel more loved. <laughs> okay, moving on. What have we got on tonight's show t- <laughs> well, we're going to have a little bit of a chat about discrimination within the gay community. Mm. Mm. Going to give you some stories that have happened to me of late. And stories? Yes. And we'll, see, and we'll see what, what people think. I can share too about this one. Hmm. We're finally going to look at why everyone hates couples. Finally. Cause, yeah, because I'm going to start hating couples because of this article. <laughs> <laughs> it took us a while to get there, really, didn't I it? I know. I'm excited that we're finally going to talk about this article. Yeah, I thought I'd put it first up so we'd just get it out of the way. Yeah, it'll be good. Okay, what else have we got? Well, you wanted to look at the history of April Fool's Day. I did. Mm. Because I think it's interesting. Every year we celebrate April Fool's Day and we've got no idea why we're celebrating it. But here's an interesting thing. If you do know where the history of April Fool's Day comes from, send us a text 0427JOY949 because I'm interested to see if anyone knows. Without... Without actually already looking it up, whether you just know. And no. let us know if you if you were fooled. Yeah. <laughs> like some people were fooled with the uh, Julia Gillard quitting politics. That was funny. That was I, I read funny. that and thought, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, there was a lot of really funny April Fool's jokes going around that I saw, especially on social media. So if you do have one to share, get in contact with us. And, of course, coming up towards the end of the show, our Melbourne events listing. Mm-hmm. So we know what to do on the weekend. Exactly. Very important. Very important. Now, it was Easter... Was it? It was. Have you recovered from your chocolate coma? No, I haven't, because just before the show, you handed me another two (laughs) chocolate bunnies. (laughs) Yeah, one's for you and one's for your fiancé. Oh, lovely. But I couldn't bring them to you last week because it was so hot. I didn't want to bring you Easter soup, so I thought I'd bring them this week. But yes, you know, all the Easter eggs, you know, it's just funny. Mm. No? Yeah, well, it's good. We have a ridiculous amount of chocolate in the house now. Yeah, I tried to avoid that tried to avoid big social gatherings because I went camping over Easter, so I didn't have to do the big family social gathering, so therefore I didn't get all the Easter eggs. But you know we'll eat it. It'll be gone. I know you will. Within a month, there'll be no chocolate left. Oh, I know for a fact if I ever want junk food, I go to your house. <laughs> I don't need to go to Coles or Safeway. I just go to your house. It's like, there it is. It's actually, that's very true. It yeah. is very true. Yeah, we are chocolate mecca. Now, did you, did you, I mean, you said you went camping. Where'd you go camping? Malakuta. Malak- Where the hell is that? Sort of at the tip of Victoria, like right near the border of New South Wales, so right at the end. Right. Mm. Okay. It was very nice up there. Mm. And it was funny to watch all the kids wake up in the morning and were collecting all their Easter eggs and where their parents were hiding them. (laughs) And so it was just funny to watch this. You know, these parents were trying to be creative 
and these kids are running around in their pyjamas hunting Easter eggs. And I was just sitting out there drinking a coffee and laughing at this because I thought it was the cutest thing in the world. These kids are so excited. One little girl didn't realise and then all of a sudden she's like, oh my God, it's Easter. And she starts screaming at the top of her voice. <laughs> it's Easter, it's Easter, the bunny's coming. And she starts running around. I'm thinking, oh my God, if she's screaming this loud, wait till half an hour when the chocolate kicks in. <laughs> oh, kids can be really funny, especially around holidays, can't they? They can. All right, well, look, if you... <laughs> If you do have something funny to tell us about your Easter experience, let us know. Send us a text on 0427JOY949 or email us at onair at joy.org.au. You're with Basha and Tian. This is our show, Lay Link, and you're on Joy. Oh, welcome back to Lay Link. You're with Basha and Tian on Joy 94.9. Please send us a text on 0427JOY949 or email at onair at joy.org.au. A lovely hello to my fiancé who sent us a message telling us that she's on the couch eating crumpets. <laughs> Yeah, that's a very dinner-type food. It's a dinner food. But at least it's not chocolate. But I hope that... uh, Do you like crumpets? Not really. I'll eat them like once every like probably six months. Oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm a big fan of the crumpet, and I'm a particular fan of honey on crumpets. It's a winter food for me. Oh, okay. Mm. There you go. Yeah, that's my story. That was fascinating. Thank you. (laughs) So glad I shared this with you. I know. But yeah, I wanted to talk about uh, discrimination within within our own community because we do feel discrimination from the broader community. But what I've noticed, there are pockets of discrimination within our own community where, you know, not, I'm not saying everybody, but there are small groups of, you know, gay men who will be very negative towards lesbians. You look at the transgender, intersex people, you know, they are quite discriminated against. Even the bisexuals, you know, not that in a lot of communities, but, you know, some of them, you know, people just make (laughs) lovely statements about them. Correct or no? Well, yeah, that is correct. There is a, there's an underlying sort of vibe that you do get from some parts of the community, which are not very nice. I mean, I have experienced, I know you have experienced that directly from some gay men and it's not everyone, as we're saying, it's only a very select group which may choose to act or be a certain way around us which is not very nice I mean I I feel very negatively about it because for me that's you know this is the one community that we're supposed to feel completely comfortable in yeah and where everything's supposed to be okay and sometimes I just don't feel like that's uh, necessarily felt so I'll tell you what happened to me recently I was in a club a male dominated gay club because unfortunately there are no lesbian clubs anymore yeah and we run events but we don't actually have like a dedicated club for us so yeah if we want to dance and feel in our own community a bit safe and have a bit of fun and yes I will admit that I do love my Kylie and my gay boy music so you know I do frequent clubs like that because they play the music that I enjoy yeah and you know we're dancing on the dance floor having fun and there's this group of guys next to us and all of a sudden one of the guys probably I'd say in his his early 20s uh, looked at us with horror on his face and went lesbians and then proceeded to run to the other side of the group and it was like do we have germs or is there something wrong with us what's going on and then he proceeded to imitate us and make fun of us thinking that we didn't realize what he was doing and that really annoyed me and I you know and I didn't know how to deal with that at the time I just tried to ignore him and thought okay you know he's just being an idiot don't worry about him but you know I've got to say it bothered me at the time because I thought here we are having fun we're not bothering him like if that happened to him if he was in a straight bar and all of a sudden a bunch of straight guys went oh my god a gay man I personally think he'd probably be very scared at that time now we weren't scared 
but we just felt very uncomfortable and it just didn't make you feel welcomed in that place. Now, I mean, just to put this into context, yes, you're in a gay man-dominated club. Were you the only women there? No, but a lot of the women there were straight women. Hmm. So they're, they're as, as they like to be called, the handbags. Right. There were lesbians in the club. I mean, personally, myself, if I had have come up against that, I would have felt really, really upset because, as I said, we don't often feel comfortable in our own community. We like to and we want to feel that we are comfortable, but with an experience like what you've had, that just wasn't possible for you on that night. Did it ruin your night? Probably not. It didn't ruin the night, but it just put a sort of a, a dampener on the evening because it was something that, that stuck in my head and reminded me. And whenever I saw that individual on the dance floor, it just it just brought that... I won't say anger, it just brought that, that resentment. I just thought, that's not really called for, seriously, you know. Well, why are we attacking people within our own community? You know, we're being attacked from society at large, more or less. Not that we are, but you know what I mean. That, and within our own community, there's just these pockets, these factions where people are just, you know, that they want, it, they want to stay separated. And I just find it difficult. Another example that happened to me recently was there was a, an organisation, primarily a male organisation, that decided that they were going to run an event and allow women to attend this event and sent out emails to everyone saying, look, we had a recent event, it was quite successful, we'd like to extend the offer to this event, we have a few women going, we would actually like a lot more women going. And, you know, we all responded and went, oh, this is cool, this sounds fun, this sounds really good, let's go, got all excited. And then that evening we received a phone call from the guy who was running the event and basically said, oh, I'm sorry, but uh, the other members of the committee don't want women there. To this we responded with saying why didn't you ask the committee before you opened it up? Mm. Because the email specifically said ladies and women. And also to the fact that, you know, we just felt that we understand that they want to have their own events. Like I'm, I'm all for, you know, separate events. I have no issue with them. Mm. But I want what I want in the community is more mixed and joint events. You know, I'm, I'm thinking of like a Sundaylicious where everyone's there, everyone's having fun, the whole rainbow is present, I don't feel resentment or anger in that place. I feel a lot of love, fun, and don't you, yeah? Yeah, love. And I feel a little yeah. love. And yeah. I think that, you know, it's it's in that environment that they, they do that. And I'm thinking, why can't we have more of this? Why, why do we have to separate ourselves? It, it is interesting that, that you say, why do we have to separate ourselves? It does certainly feel on occasion like that is what some people in the community want. They want segregation, which is... It, it's completely different to what we're preaching to everyone outside. Everyone outside, we're all saying, oh, no, we're one big rainbow, loving, open, sharing, caring, amazing people, and yet there are some people that, that they want that segregation. And I, I don't understand why we can't all just go to the same club and why we can't all just do the same thing. I, I know. Don't get that. I, I'm, I'm fully agreeing with you because I just don't understand it. And, and I know that, you know, now I've got to say sort of the gay, lesbian, you know, segregation is sort of less but I feel that there is quite a lot of discrimination to the trans and intersex community and I'm thinking that's just unacceptable because they're part of our community you know they're also minorities and we're making them feel like an even smaller minority within our minority by doing this you said minority way too many times I know so you've got some interesting bits of paper here that you bought with you. Well I, well, I found this interesting blog online and basically it says, to determine the validity of the statement, I decided that, you know, that do gay men dislike lesbians? 
Right. So to determine the validity of the statement, <laughs> I decided to search beyond the internet. I went and spent a week sleeping in the same bed as a gay man. Just think of me as Jane Goodall with the bears. At no point did he seem to startle at the sight of me. There was no fear response, nor was there any anger response. At first, he didn't seem to even notice me. Then I gained his trust, and eventually I even coaxed him to have a drink with me. At the end of the week, I concluded that gay men really don't have a problem with lesbians. Hmm. And she goes on to say about the fact that they're now very good friends and actually he he has more lesbian friends than she has. <laughs> so uh, I, I just included that because I just wanted to lighten the mood a little bit. Lighten the mood. Now, look, I mean, it is interesting. Some people, you know, probably don't see this divide at all and some people have quite a clear picture of what it is. But if anyone has had an experience of any form of discrimination within our own community, let us know because it is interesting and we do want to get talking about it. You can SMS on 0427JOY949 or you can email at onair@joy.org.au. Now, Ms. Basha. Mm, yes, Ms. Tian. Ms. Tian. <laughs> yes, Ms. Tian. We are going to be back very, very shortly, are we not? We will. We will. You're listening to the Sapphic Sisterhood, Basha and Tian, Laylink. On Joy 94.9. Well, welcome back to Lee Link. You're with Basha and Tian on Joy 94.9. We're very happy to be here tonight. You can send us a text on 0427 Joy 949 or email at onair.joy.org.au. Now, Basha, someone has sent us a text regarding discrimination within our community. Yes, they're writing the fact that on a lot of the ads that are people seeking, I'm guessing, friends or partners, dates, what have you. Hookups. Yeah, hookups, yes, those two. A lot of the people write, you know, specifically in no Asians and they're just sort of wondering uh, no Asians sexually or they don't want to have gay Asian friends. Mm, interesting. So it is interesting. And I've got to say that when I was looking through some of the websites and stuff that I was seeing that, that a lot of the people on certain, you know, the articles that I read were on the male websites they were saying, you know, like Gaydar, that they were specifically saying no Asians, no Indians, you know, and they were quite specific about what they didn't want. And I'm thinking, how do you know? <laughs> well, I mean, that's definitely just showing that, you know, there is a, there is a very fine line between what your sexual preference is and when you're being racist. Yeah, and Doesn't some it? of these, yeah, and they were talking about the fact that some of these people have actually been either kicked off the website or they've been told that there's a more politically correct way of placing that that statement and you know, that maybe they should be a little bit more open. I mean, it's interesting for me with the the dating website years ago now, being on them myself and and seeing the selections that you can actually put on there for yourself. So, of course, when you start on a dating website, they give you a a big long list to fill out your profile and you've got to click on the things you'd prefer and would not prefer. And and you've got to wonder where they're going to draw the line because some of this stuff is uh, so explicit that, I mean, I wouldn't even know if I was into that yet. You know, it's it really pushes that that line. Were these of what's pro- but these necessary. were gay websites. Yeah, yeah. Geared at women or geared at the mixed community? Geared at women in particular, the one okay. that I'm talking about. All right, mm. that's interesting. Mm. But it, it is interesting because in people's profiles, what they 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 write down all of these preferences of what they want, and then they go above and beyond that, which is what we're sort of talking about here with this one in particular, which is stating no race of you know yeah. certain races they don't prefer and people do go above and beyond and they do say what they want and what they're looking for and what they're not looking for and and in one way yes it's good but in another way it's well you know what are you there for you say you're there for friendship but you're saying no to certain races and to certain genders and and certain types of people that you 
don't even know if you're going to like them or not yet. It's it's really it's treading a very fine line. It is, and you know, it's. I think it's guessing. I'm guessing it's sort of easy to, uh, you know, to tip that thing. Hmm. Yeah, it is. And there we go. We've got another message. Matt's writing in that he applauds us for talking about a very important issue within the community that we should be more tolerant. Well, that's definitely what it's about, isn't it? Yeah. It's tolerance, because I mean, look at looking at the way that I present myself in my primary workplace, for example, okay? Mm-hmm. I go to work every day. I, I don't stand there and tell everyone that I'm gay. And there's a part of my brain which tells me that somehow there's a possibility I could be discriminated against. But nobody in my workplace would ever dream of saying anything to me or discriminating against me in any way because that's just not what you do. You tolerate well, yeah, because there's, there's clear lines, you know, we, we have discrimination laws and things like that. There are there are rules, you know, you can just simply go to any HR office and find yeah. out what you can and can't say. So what I'm getting yeah, at no. by saying that is why is it that I can feel safe in my workplace that I will not be discriminated against and yet when I go to a gay male club, I don't feel that level of safety. When this is my own community... Mm. See that for me, that's that's where that's a serious issue for me. Yeah, I same. should be able yeah, to feel no. comfortable with my own community. Well, a funny thing is, a few years ago when I was living in Germany, my friends and I would go out to a primarily gay male club, and when they let us in, they let us know that it's a male club, and there's a section of the club where a big security guard stands, and they basically tell us we're not allowed to go into that room, and we're like, yeah, honey, we know what's happening in that room. We don't want to go. We in don't want to go into. We that don't want to go into that room. We don't want to go. Into we just want to enjoy the music, you know. And they were playing really good dance music and stuff. And these guys were really nice, and you know, they'd bump into you and they'd go, "Oh, I'm so sorry, sweetie," and you'd go to the bar and they'd move out of the way and go, oh, "Ladies first. It was great. We loved it. And some of my friends who were straight, their boyfriends had no problem with that had we said we're all going to a straight club then some of the boyfriends may have felt a little bit awkward but knowing that their girlfriends are going out to a gay club where they're they're going to be perfectly safe and and we would go out there just to have fun dance laugh and the guys were great and you know you know one of my friends her favorite hobby was to to slap all the gay guys on the ass you know and she and she loved doing it and they loved it and they were like oh sweetie it's okay you know personal boundaries personal boundaries but she would just say it was fun and they had no issue with her and I've got to say in that environment I never I never felt that we all felt comfortable and okay I guess primarily that because we were all sort of femme looking they couldn't pick who the straight women were and maybe who the lesbians were, so maybe that's why were we you, didn't... Would you think that you were presumed to be straight? Probably. Hmm. Probably. So where does that definition come in between gay men relating, and this is not everybody, it's not a blanket statement, where does it's, it... it's a minority. It's a minority. <laughs> where does this come in for gay men relating to lesbians in a negative way and yet relating to straight women in a negative way? Because I, I don't... A positive way, my apologies. I, I don't understand why... I mean, we're not interested in men... We're not going to steal your boyfriends or your potential crush because we're only interested in women. So why wouldn't you like us? <laughs> that's, well, some that's of the what things, I think. Like, yeah, I know. Some of the blogs I was reading that some of the men don't realise actually that they're being discriminatory in those in these issues. They don't realise that they're doing it, and that's how why it's a big issue because you can't pick someone on the fact that they're actually being this when they don't even realise that they're doing this. So they're just having. They just think they're having a bit of fun. 
and it's all a joke, which is my favourite statement after someone says something of the most nasty things to you. And they say, oh, it's a, it's a joke, honey. And I'm thinking, no, it's not. Mm. That, you know, that cuts to the core, you know, I'm actually feeling the pain here and just telling me it's a joke. It's not going to make me feel better. I suppose that kind of takes it back, for me, that takes it back to high school because it's like in high school, oh, but we're just kidding, we're just playing around, we're just making a joke. Well, actually, what you're really doing is you're laying a foundation for years and years of bullying and it's not going to change we're just going to continue to feel that way so why is it that now we've we've stepped out of high school and we've gone into a nightclub and all of a sudden we're feeling that bullying happen again maybe because we are the minority and and you know the 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 stronger groups in the minority are trying to make themselves feel less minority by making other people that but we just got another message someone's telling us that i believe the gay community itself can be very harsh some people just don't have any idea the effect of such discrimination or discriminatory message as have on people saying you know no lesbians or, or gay asians so you know they do affect us. Well, they really do. I mean, just pulling one from my mind, just to give you an idea, years ago I did go out on the town one night with some gay male friends. You went out on the town? I went out on the town. Oh, how lovely. And I, tr- wasn't actually that many years ago, I tried to gain entry to the Peel. Mm. And as many will know, the Peel is renowned for not allowing lesbians in the door. And I understand that for whatever reason of their own, they, they don't want women in there. But there are women in there. So Haven't they relaxed? I thought they relaxed that rule, but they, they make it blatantly obvious as you're coming in that you're entering a gay male bar. It's and on that- a case-by-case basis. OK. Let's think about it that way. Because I've only been there during, if, I think it was Pride. If a group of 10 lesbians rock up at the door, there's a chance they're going to say no. However, if it's one woman and three guys, they'll say yes because that's the majority. But for them, it's about safety. It's about having men feel comfortable in their own place, which is understandable. I think that's fine because personally, I go to Lick and I feel a little bit uncomfortable if there's guys there because it's like, well, hang on, this is marketed to me, for me, and it specifies there's no men. No, they haven't. They haven't got a. Um, they haven't got a clearance. They, they have don't have the, a clearance, which is they why haven't that got there's the, men yes. there. Yes. Yeah. But they do insist that the men, as far as I understand, you're not actually allowed to bring the men straight to the door. You have to email them prior to the event to let them know that you're bringing guys. And this stems from the fact that while we were talking to Natalie Zabung last week, two years ago, the Easter party that they did, there were a lot of straight men in that venue because they were seeing, you know, hundreds of women women standing on the side of a street walking into a club and they thought they'd hit the mother load and they joined. Now, a lot of these men made pests of themselves and were quite annoying and that's why this policy was brought in because of that fact, that they were being annoying. If you're coming into our environments, you know, you've got to be a little bit more, I think, respecting of what you're going into. I just think that these men had an idea of, oh, lesbians, let's go and didn't realise that how that affected us. And I think that's why they've done that now. So they, they still do let men into lick, but they're quite, you know, specific about it. Go on. Well, we've got a, a first-time listener, Nat. Hi, Nat. And, uh, hey, Nat. She said that she's felt discrimination against in the community as well. She was going out with three girls and one guy and they couldn't get into the glass house. Oh, okay. Because they said it was a girls' night only. So they decided to walk up to the peel and were knocked back because there were too many girls in the group. 
Right. You know, and they felt angry and infuriated about this because the fact is that they're, you know, they're all gay and what's what's the point, you know? I, I get it. I feel your pain, Nat, and I hope you're enjoying the show. And welcome. Welcome. <laughs> you know, I, I can, can agree and I can relate because you have been knocked back from places before and that's something that it has happened to me in lesbian scenes and in guy scenes, both from having friends of you know, different sexes mm. being with me. And it's it's hurtful because, yes, the, you are all of the same community. Why can't you all spend time together? And maybe I'm being too uh, Mary Poppins about this and hoping everyone will have fun, but it, it makes me a little bit ragey to think that we're being knocked back from spending time with our community, especially when we're living in a day and age when people feel discrimination so harshly and we're, I mean, to be frank, they're hurting themselves because they're being discriminated against by the wider community. So why can't we be there and support each other as much as possible? And if that means letting each other into each other's clubs, then why not? Why does it have to be an issue? And as far as I can see it, if it's between gay men and lesbians, we're not poaching, as I said earlier, your boyfriends or your girlfriends. We're there for our own sex. So there's no competition here. And we don't have, again, we don't have our own clubs, so we have to go to your clubs because we don't have anywhere to go. Yeah, who says the lesbians can't have fun? You know, I've been in a group where there was 12 lesbians, all femme, in a straight bar. You should have seen the men get excited when we hit the dance floor. <laughs> they were like, oh my God, this is heaven. And then they started to look at us going, hold on. Hold on. Something's not quite right. <laughs> Why are those two girls kissing? And Oh, and then they walked up to one, one of the couples and said, oh, you girls look like, you know, sisters. And I was sitting there laughing going, mm, yes, you don't even know. Uh, and I've got to say that these men, it actually got to the point where it was actually uncomfortable for us because they were constantly coming towards us and, and, and hitting on us and, and not leaving us alone. And we were like, guys, we're here to have fun. We're celebrating someone's birthday. You know, our friend's the DJ. We just want to enjoy ourselves. Can you just leave us alone? And they just don't get it. And, and yes, when two of the girls were making out, then that caused even more problems because then all the men started to come. Every, every, every description you could think of, every single man was coming towards this couple and, and trying to buy them drinks and hitting on them and stuff. And I'm thinking, do you not see that they're a couple? <laughs> they're quite in love. <laughs> Leave all them alone. Right. Look, if you, if you want to weigh in, feel free. You can send us a text on 0427JOY949 or an email, and you can email it on air at joy.org.au. You can also hit up our Facebook page, go to joy.org.au right now now and search for Lay Link. We should be on the side of the page, which is always a good thing. And yes, it, it's it's interesting, Basha, and I would like to continue on it, but we may have to move on. We'll see how we go. And welcome back to Lay Link. You're with Basha and Tiana on Joy 94.9. Now, we've been talking about discrimination within our own community. There's been some gay-on-gay gay hate going on. There has, and we've got a few messages. So Sarah from Noble Park is telling us that some gay guys just don't like trans girls, or any girls for that matter. Hmm. And Aaron has made a valid point. So, Aaron, we, we take our hats to, off to you because he's saying that gay men are not the only ones that discriminate, that lesbians do discriminate against gay men, and it goes both ways. And that's very, very true, Aaron, because, I mean, I personally haven't thought about that and haven't looked at that angle, but it is true. I've seen it happen. And I suppose Basha and I were just talking briefly before and we, and we mentioned that, you know, the reason we didn't think of that and the reason we didn't talk about that straight off the bat was because we don't personally experience that. Being women, we haven't... We haven't yeah, we don't discriminate. You know, we, we don't actually discriminate against gay men and that's why we wanted to talk about this subject because it frustrated us so much that 
to find discrimination within our own community, especially when we don't do it. So it, it is a very good point. Lesbians do discriminate against gay men too, as well as gay men discriminating against lesbians. There is some gay on gay hate, as I said. And it's not okay. No, it's not. I've got another interesting message that, in my experience, I have perhaps maybe one or two gay men who really dislike lesbians for being unfashionable and female. But I observe these men tend to be nasty to anyone. So that wasn't that didn't really bother her. So maybe, yes, maybe that's what it is. Maybe they're just having a bad day. Maybe. Now, there's some very interesting comments that we pulled off the internet not too long ago to talk about this subject in particular. It did have some really interesting results. It, it One person specifically said that it looked like lesbians were overreacting and humorless about their sexuality, but that it's more about, it's more than just an off-the-cuff negative comment. Lesbians are underrepresented in the media and misunderstood in society, and this person believes more so than gay men. This um, is in relation to Graham Norton. You know Graham Norton, he's the comedian, he mm-hmm. has his own talk show. Mm-hmm. He made a joke in one of his broadcasts where he was showing a photo to a, to a guest and he basically said, oh, this woman's a lesbian. And the other the guest said, well, how do you know that? And he goes, oh, look at her hairstyle. And that's where this has come from, where these people are saying, hold on, that's not okay. He was saying it as a bit of fun. He, he takes, you know, he, he makes jokes at, at everyone, including himself and the whole gay community. So, hmm. you know, but I think that's where these people are, are saying that. But yes, continue. Another one that says gay men do make the odd joke about lesbians, but they make jokes about literally everyone, most particularly other gay men. Now, that is, that's an interesting layer that you can put on the debate of discrimination in our own community, because that's true. Gay men, they're not just picking on lesbians, and I'm not saying they are just picking on lesbians. They, you know, they take the crap out of everyone, don't they, really? Yes. <laughs> you know, they, it, they, don't, yeah. they don't just pick on one particular person. And I'm reminded of recently I spoke to a friend of mine who is a lesbian, and, and she was saying that when she goes to certain events, she doesn't want men at these events. She said she has no problem with them in the broader community, but at some time she just doesn't want them there. Okay, she has issues with men. And that's why she doesn't want that. So I understand that. And, you know, I said, that's fine. I have no issue with that. If you don't want to be around guys, that's okay. But I said, well, what happens if all of a sudden there are men there? And she said, well, she feels very awkward and usually she'll leave. But, I mean, I suppose that's what's good in in Melbourne's community in particular. We have events run by the amazing Julie McKenzie. She does her Pinkalicious events. And most, if, if... most of, I should say, the events that she runs do carry an exemption which actually stops men from entering, much like the Peel stops women from entering, and they have an exemption to do that too. Well, that was for the yeah, the Pinkalicious, and I believe Scandalicious, they used that as well, but Scandalicious was at abode. Yes. So it was a particular type of event. Yes, it was. And it's, it's good because in some situations, yes, women, lesbians can feel comfortable enough to go out to a club and, and know that there is not going to be any men there, it's going to be fine. Does that make it okay for them to then go to a club which is mixed and make fun of gay men? No, it doesn't. But I personally have, can't even, I can't think of any situations in particular where I've seen a lesbian make fun of a gay man. I personally love gay men. Yeah, I love them too. Yeah. Maybe because we're in the Joy family and we we see, you know, everyone's here. So you get to see everyone from the rainbow here and you you meet them. And I've got to say that since being a part of the Joy family, I've come into contact to a lot lot broader scale of the rainbow than I I had previously had. Yeah, I can agree with that too. And 
Yes, and I realised that at times I was... It wasn't so much I was being negative, I just didn't have understanding of certain elements of our community. And, and thankfully, some of these people were kind enough to explain to me that, you know what you're saying? It's sort of wrong. I'm like, oh, really? I, oh, sorry, I didn't know. And then they, they corrected me on that. And, and now I know and I won't make those mistakes again. And it was just... It was ignorance because I didn't know anyone from those types of, you know part of our rainbow to say so I didn't have that experience and I didn't have that knowledge you know you can't turn on television you can't see us represented there they don't represent the community I don't believe there is a, a trans or intersex person on on prime television if I think of it no I don't think there is no you you see sort of the bi storylines and the mm. lesbian and the gay storylines but you don't see that element of our community mm. and I'm thinking well we have to start putting that in there because people need to see how that affects that community, you know. They're part of us. They're part of the human race. Yeah. Should we discriminate against the human race? Yeah, you know, it's interesting just talking about mainstream television because I I picked up a copy of the MX today and there is a section at the back of the MX, as some of you will know, that highlights people's comments they write in and, you know, it's their words and what they want to say and things. And one person had written in and recently said there was an episode of The Simpsons that had aired that was geared towards homosexuality and this person was clearly being very not politically correct and and being a little bit homophobic in their message and saying that they didn't appreciate that at a 6.30 time slot there was homosexual themes on television or really I mean you can go down to the supermarket and see some homosexual themes if you like because I buy my groceries usually around midday on a Saturday (laughs) so that's a little bit earlier for you sorry about that you know come on okay I understand there's discrimination and people have problems with everyone you know and and unfortunately you know Australians I've got to say Australians have a tendency to be what we call temporarily racist. <laughs> yes, yes, um, they do. It's, it's interesting. They, they, they get racist against a certain nationality and then after a few years they forget that and then it's like, oh, yeah, you guys are part of us. You know? And they move on to and the next And they move on one. to the next one. And Which that, is not okay. It's not okay. I'm not it's condoning not okay. it. But it's just something that happens and I'm thinking we need to just... just expand on that you know just just accept everybody you know I don't have to love everybody I suppose that at the end of the day that's what we're kind of getting at here aren't we Basha we're just saying that you know we we get discrimination from the wider community it's not okay but we should not be we should not be required to put up with discrimination within our own community so if you're a gay man and you're sitting there and you're listening to this think to yourself Hmm, if I had a gay sister, how would I feel if my sister was treated this way by one of my friends? And if you're a gay woman and you're sitting there, think to yourself, if I had a gay brother, would I feel very good about my gay brother being treated this way by a lesbian? And, you know, maybe just have a little think to yourself in your head about how that would feel. We have an interesting message here. So he's written in saying, Hi girls, great to hear that you're discussing this topic. I sometimes feel intimidated by some lesbians because I feel that they are sometimes more masculine. Interesting. More masculine than me. Sorry, he split it across two messages. However, my best friend is femme lesbian and she has been there and helped me through many difficult times. No need to discriminate. And that's from Pab. And yes, I agree. I I mean, I often feel like, I'm not going to say my femininity is assaulted because it never has, but when I'm in a club and I'm surrounded by lesbians myself, there are some women that make me feel uncomfortable. But that's that's not to say that that would give me an excuse to make fun of them or, or treat them any differently. Because at the end of the day, we've just got to be kind to one another. 
we're all we're all stuck on this earth together and I don't understand why we can't just get along. I know. Natsuki's telling us that we have to spread the message of love and she doesn't understand why people get bitchy. <laughs> there and, you um, go. There you go, Natsuki. I suppose in certain events it is nice for the gay men to have their own space just as lesbians have their own girl-only events. But for the regular events, I think it's nice if the community is accepting and welcoming of everyone. Yes, Natsuki, we agree. We agree. Yes, so you've been listening to Basha and Tian on Leilink on Joy 94.9. Welcome back to Leilink. You're with Basha and Tian on Joy 94.9. We're very happy to be here tonight. So thank you, everyone, for messaging in. We we appreciate your your comments and, and communication. We really did feel the love today. We did feel the love. And I'm hoping we're, we're opening some people's eyes and maybe the next time we'll be a little bit more cautious about how what we say and how we react. And maybe if we are being discriminatory that we realise it at the time and maybe that we, we make steps towards stopping because we are all humans. We are. I mean, we're moving towards a culture where people are now capable of turning around and saying to someone that discrimination is not okay, but that also needs to be said within our own community at times. All right. Well, that's the end for us. That is the end for us. We'll be back Wednesday, 8 p.m. next week. You've been with Basha and Tian. This was our show, Leilink on Joy. Sometimes the things that people say and do can affect your feelings and your mental health. Discrimination, exclusion and prejudice contribute to high rates of depression and anxiety among gay, lesbian, bi, trans and intersex people. No one should be made to feel like crap just for being themselves. If you do feel like crap and need to talk about it confidentially, call Beyond Blue on 1300 22 4636. It's time for all Australians to stop, think, respect. Joy Sponsor. This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.